Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year, Big Bear. Happy New Year. Let all acquaintance be forgotten. Old Lang Slyne. The New Year's Eve song. <laughs> Do you Old know what that means? Line. No. <laughs> Me neither. But it's a, it's a... I don't know. It's an actual song. Old Lang It's 2024. You play it at midnight. Um, on New Year's Eve, like right when it's like five, four, three, two, one. Na, 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 na. Anyhow, happy. Yeah, or happy or or, or, uh, or or Christmas Eve. You know, after the bank shuts down and you jump in the river, and then this guy saves you, but he claims he's an angel, and then like because you go back and and it's like you've never been born, and so all this stuff is weird, and then you finally come back home. And they remember you, and they're like, "There's a party," and they bring you a bunch of money, and then you have a little curly-headed girl, and the bell rings, and she says, "Teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings." Okay, you sing it then too. That you must have, you must have got to uh, over the Christmas season, got to watch some good, uh, the good old-fashioned Christmas movies, the ones that we all love, the timeless yes. movies. Yes, you know. Oh man, I, I watch, I watch that White Christmas. Too. I watch. I watch the best. Snow, snow. Yeah, Bing Crosby. But you know what? I I wanted to do this, and so I did. I decided I wanted to try to find the corniest, um, the corniest holiday Christmas movie I could find, and I found one called "Merry Christmas from the Cowboy," and it was on a. It was actually a Lifetime video, but it's about this. Okay. Oh no. Corniest, the corniest subplot you've ever seen, and you already know it. Everybody out there that's ever seen any Hallmark movie, Lifetime knows it. So it's about this girl, and she moves to New York, and she's a big-time real estate agent, and she finally goes home for Christmas to see her fr- family on the ranch. Now, she goes back to this ranch. This ain't this ain't like a Oklahoma ranch. Like There's concrete and bricks, and her brothers are like, Oh, I can't believe you'd actually come home for Christmas. And they're like wearing the most douchiest looking Western outfits ever. And they all got on gloves. And uh, she's like, I just want to come home for Christmas <laughs> and see my dad. And the dad's like, I can't believe you'd come home after all these years and the way you left us. And then she goes to the bar and she meets this guy that was like her high school crush. And he's He's like, I never left the ranch, and you should come back with me. And then they fall in love, and they all spend Christmas together. And it was just so stupid and corny and wonderful. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know. I can write. You You got time to tell it again? I could write a Hallmark movie, a corny one. I've already (laughs) thought of the the title. You could. It'd be about a rodeo clock. You know what it would be called? A Barrel Full of Christmas Greetings. That's what the movie would be fo- called. <laughs> a barrel full of Christmas You're greetings. Such a dipshit. No, think oh, about it. Oh, God, Hallmark, no. A Hallmark movie where the rodeo clown, who's been off on the circuit, comes back home with his clown barrel after being gone to chase his dream of being a rodeo clown. And he comes back home. In the meantime, a girl from home who moved to New York to be a big business agent <laughs> back home. Why does it have to be always New York City? Do you never know that in all the Hallmark? It's always New York. <laughs> it, that's just, there's nothing. Well, it sounds better. Where'd you move to? Sheboygan. You know? Um, <laughs> I hope nobody steals that. The title is Bagoda. When I moved off to be a high a high ranking <laughs> business woman in Bagoda, Texas. I never thought I'd be coming back here to Arlington, Kansas, to fall in love. Next, on a barrel full, a barrel full of Christmas blessings. Starting, yeah. So uh, and in the in the show, in the show, Kevin James would play. Me. Kevin James would play me, and uh, I'd probably have you. I'd probably have you played by uh, Kevin Costner. No, it's like a younger Kevin Costner. Yeah, Kevin he has Costner. a goatee. You have a goatee. What? Well, 
I, I Look, no, I'm thinking more. <laughs> I'm thinking more Seth. Uh, Seth uh, Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah. yeah uh, I can uh, see uh, except <laughs> not Jewish. Yeah. Anyhow, welcome back. We kind of got we, we've already twenty four years. 2024 of talking about absolutely nothing. Um, absolutely nothing. God, it's so good to be back. Thank you to everybody during the NFR uh, that came by and hung out and uh, swung by and listened to all 10 of our NFR rump chats. What a great NFR bone. Everybody talked that you did just an amazing job. I never got to hear it because never? of the feed. No, because the feed we got at at resorts world was not the live feed it was the commentated feed so you couldn't hear the music at all oh you got the cowboy channel feed okay yeah, yeah. that was the feed we got which the telecast you know, I year, should say. the telecast but everybody's like and uh i've got a lot of messages um actually the funny thing is most of the messages are like can you ask hambone if he'll tell Shaq hi from us for all you that didn't listen to the NFR episodes, Hambone and his family and some friends went to a really fancy steakhouse where they're there and Gus is playing around. And in the corner, they come up, so the waitress, now tell me if I'm wrong, the waiter comes up and says, hey, your dinner's paid for by that man. And they point, and Shaquille O'Neal, the basketball player, Shaq, is literally in the yeah. restaurant. And he likes it. It was awesome. So everybody's you like, Hambone like, really meet Shaq. I'm like, we will post the freaking picture. Yeah, I, I need to do a post. I've never, I've never done it because, yeah, I didn't want to be braggadocious, but it's actually just, it's not bragging. It's just a cool story. So I yeah, need to do I that. Just, I'll, I'll, I'll put the story up on the the uh, the socials, and um, it it was awesome. It, it was awesome, but uh, you know, like, looks like a small child next to Shaq. <laughs> we were fangirling like, pretty hard. Tiny. You know, Leonardo but, what do you do? but honestly, what do you do? Like when you think about celebrities and, you know, when you see these people like out in the open, like you don't want to be, I think that some of us are more conscious about it. Like, cause you don't want to be a douche and be like, Oh my God, I love you. It's so great. But at the same time, you know, you don't want to act like it's no big deal. Like, you know, um, I don't know. It, it's yeah. a hard deal during the finals. Uh, J- Ashley, my wife, and Samantha Mooney and JB and Cody Teal's wife got yep. invited by Duck, who is uh, Laney Wilson's boyfriend. And they all got to meet during Austin. So during the finals, Duck messaged Ashley and was like, hey, if you guys want to come see Laney Wilson, and and uh, I'll get you guys like VIP passes. So, uh, Sure enough, they did. So Ashley and those guys got to go see Lainey Wilson, and she was like the the sweetest lady ever. Yeah. She was so like That's they cool. got him. The, they took him in the back. See, the boyfriend wanted to meet JB. I think that was the main deal. So, oh yeah, yeah. So JB and them they took him in the back, and they were in this special room with like Miranda Lambert and and uh, you know like it's called the green Lainey room. Wilson. The green one, that's right. But like, she was so cool. So you don't like want a fan guy, fan girl, Shaq. But at the same time, you want him to know that you think, man. I mean, it's pretty cool to meet a celebrity like that. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but, well, it's it's kind of you know, you know they they got to meet Laney because of JB. I got to meet Shaq because of Gus. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I, hey, you I, got to meet him. I always, I always like preach. Oh no, it's kind of dumb. I was like, man, don't worship celebrities. They're, you know, they're no, but they're just the same as us, and blah blah blah. But no, at the same time, like, no, if not. I saw, if I saw a celebrity, I would, I don't know, I'd probably during during San Antonio. You know, Tim McGraw walked up to me and tapped me on the shoulder on the two day, and he was doing both performances, and uh, he tapped me on the shoulder. I turn around. I swear to God, go. He he says, uh, "Hey, good job today." I said, "Well, how in the hell are you, Tim?" And I don't know why I said it. I I said, "How are you, Tim?" Like like I knew the son of a bitch, and I shook his hand. And you know what? I shook the hand of a man 
who's touched Faith Hill. Uh-huh, if you know what I mean. What? Think about it. <laughs> touched? Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. I've I've shook <laughs> I've touched a hand that's inappropriately touched Faith Hill. So in a way I've touched Faith Hill. Just I was yeah, thinking of something to say. I, I my mind was going in so many different directions there. Was your mind hey. telling you no, but your body was telling you yes? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. The other celebrity that was at San Antonio that was like cruising the halls uh was uh Brett Michaels from Poison. Oh, he was nice. actually pretty cool. Hey, Ed Houston, did a machine gun Kelly just roam around? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, God. Who did he talk to? He, it was right after his show. Was it Brady Portnier? Oh, or- Brady Portnier, yep. And uh, Brady apparently has been a fan for a long time, so it was like the perfect matchup because um, I guess they were walking out and – uh, machine gun was getting out of the uh, back of the pickup, you know, that goes out or whatever. And, and they're walking and machine gun kind of like, Hey man, or they, I, I don't know. Somehow they start talking and he's like, do you, you know, he's like, yeah, I ride bulls here, road bulls today. And he's like, Oh, it's cool. And he goes, yeah. And, and Brady was like, yeah, I've been a fan since. And he dropped some name of like uh, a, a machine guns first album or something. So he knew he was a legit fan, not just, you know, I've been a fan with you since you've started banging Megan Fox. Um, I never heard of him before then, but uh, actually I didn't. Um, anyway, doesn't matter, but it was, you know, so it was pretty cool. And he was just like the nicest guy. I guess they just struck up a conversation. And that's one of the guys you wouldn't think, you know, he's kind of odd, right? You know, he's just I don't know. kind of out. All I really know him is from his role in the dirt. Like, I, I don't really follow. Yeah, I, I don't him. either. I don't follow his music, but um, yeah. But yes, he gets to um, inappropriately touch Megan Fox, or he used to, until I think he slept with his guitarist, who's really hot, also. And uh, yeah, so you know, celebrity problems. But you know, when when Shaq and I were talking the other day in Vegas, and it was like, man, you're just a real dude. You're it's only because you're seven foot one and three hundred and sixty pounds and the most dominant middleman ever. I don't care what you say. You can call Wilt Chamberlain. You can call, you know, uh, Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> you can call Ling, whatever his name was. The, 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 uh, oh, not Ling, but, uh, oh gosh, he was Chinese. He was huge. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm not a big NBA guy, but, uh, but it was pretty nice anyway. to check, dude, because he's, he's a pretty normal dude. Like, he's can you awesome. imagine? You would think like most celebrities, okay, I feel like there's two schools of being a celebrity or two different classes, like the one celebrity that won't go anywhere or do anything because they're worried they might be seen and they're kind of dicks about it and they lay really low. Then you got the other celebrity that kind of ease out into the public eye. Like Shaq was at this restaurant by himself in a booth. No, no, he, he had, no, he had, he had about five, there was, I think four or five guys with him. And then his uh, okay. girlfriend, who was a very petite, very hot little white gal. And I felt bad for her. Um, knowing. Yeah. You want to work both? Shaq's got to have a hammer on him. You can't be that big and not, but, and she was when like, you're seven foot. <laughs> yeah. 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 When you're seven foot tall. Your wiener's big enough to, be asked to speak at a high school graduation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it gives a commencement speech at gross. Stanford. <laughs> I know that's gross, but like that's anatomy. When you're as big as Shaq, your wiener is going to be so big it can get a loan without a credit check. You know what? We have, de- we have derailed. We are I've back in 2024. We are seven days actually into 2024. Um, Bear and I, you know, we take a little break for the holidays because, you know, uh, we needed it. And then Bear got, uh, Big Bear got bronchitis and he sounded like oh, poo. Was- so we, we have not done one. Uh, uh, sorry, shut my mic off. We've not done a show yet because uh, just had to get Big Bear right. And, um, we were traveling, you know, we get home, we're home for like three full days and then we leave and go to Branson and it was awesome. You know, the Hiltons went to, did Branson, did Silver Dollar City and, and it was just, it's so fun that magic, you know, Gus and Xander four 
and it's just so much fun with the boys and and all my nieces and it's just it was it was a lot of fun did your nieces but, uh, are they kind of tapped out on the, the christmas stuff since they're all teenagers no no they're there it's this is what's so cool you know um my oldest niece brooke point guard at fort hayes kansas um so um you know they they still go on what they always used to go on when they were kids. It's called camp cousins, and they go with mom and dad, and they go camping somewhere. And I think that's so cool because yeah. they're you know college, and the rest of them are in high school. Kylie's about to graduate, and um, you know they're in boys and sports and all that stuff. But they still they're they're pretty they're we're really good girls, and and they get into it, and it was fun. So, but it's kind of fun now. They're yeah. you know Brooke is I'm like hey want to drink. <laughs> I know she's 20, so it's not like a big deal. She's been drinking for a while, but I'm sure, uh, like the rest of us in the Midwest, that's just what you do. Branson's, Branson's beautiful, though. Anytime. Man, Silver Dollar City. Yeah, Silver Dollar City with the lights, it was so magical. Didn't they have a big lighted parade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got like two of them. Like an actual, not like a lighted parade, like, like you might see in your hometown, but like stuff built just for a lighted parade yeah it was awesome it was very cool but um anyway uh yeah uh, sorry we 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 we, this is what we do we derail but it was a great nfr i want to wrap it up my experience was just phenomenal like i i actually take everything out you know um i had a really great time there was so much pressure you know being the first guy in 22 years to do it. And so um, I'm an anxious guy anyways. You know, I'm the guy that shows up, you know, two hours before a flight. <laughs> okay. Even if I have a check on, you know, a checked bag. And I mean, the only place I don't do that's San Angelo where there's one gate, you know, but I'm an hour and a half early, you know, <laughs> it's like gate one or two. Yeah. It's gate one. Uh, gate two is United and they, uh, they quit coming here. So anyway, but it was it was awesome and it went really good and yeah I got really great feedback and it was just it was really awesome to hear and to get I've never got that much attention right you know because when I came in Facebook wasn't really big so now you hear you know new guys come in they're like oh awesome way to go you know and I'm I'm a little I guess I'm cut in between I guess I'm old school or part of the old group I guess I guess you would say I don't know just because I've been know. doing this a long time but. Yeah, I know. Me neither. So uh, it was really awesome and, and uh, had a great time. Went good. Um, you know, started off rough. Obviously, the, the terrible stuff that was going on out there. But, um, and, you know, I, I'll give it to Alan. He, that, <laughs> they've tested that man a lot. You know, the year before with the transformer getting hit outside and just, uh, just so much stuff. It's just like every year, uh, you know, COVID, or well, I guess he wasn't COVID year, but a lot of people got sick last year. And it's just, and to go through that, you know, um, with that, with the shooting and stuff on ULV. And I met the guy, I met the guy that shot the, uh, the shooter. No joke. Yeah. How you know, down happen? the stock on, you know, down the stock contract room, um, they've got keg of beer or whatever. And, um, after one night we were done and, and we we're walking by and some of the security guys grabbed us and, and we went in there and, and me and Nard and, and, um, had a beer and they introduced us to the guy and he told us the story and it was pretty crazy. You know, I mean, him and his partner, um, when his partner was on duty, he was off duty, but he heard the call or whatever, got a call. Anyway, he came over to help out and, and they saw him and he was like walking, you know, the shooter and who was just a 67 year old, you know, white male, you know, disgruntled, disgruntled. Yeah. Who gets, he came from East Carolina, got let go out there and then came here for a job, didn't get it. And then he was getting evicted and all this stuff. And, you know, the, the dumb shit decided to go raise hell and, and, um, yeah, they yelled at him. He didn't stop twice. So his partner went around the building and I'm paraphrasing y'all. I mean, don't, don't take this, you know, um, uh, yeah. into like, this is exactly how it happened. So, um, but then the guy pulled out his gun and started shooting at his partner and his partner dropped 
And so he thought his partner got shot. And of course he's, you know, got his pistol out and just unloads on him. And he's like 50 yards away and he didn't think he ever hit him, but it turns out he did. And, but the guy was just, he was a bigger guy. So he didn't go down and, um, but his partner ended, ended him. He's, he said his partner, he thought he got shot, but he didn't. He's what they call drop shoot where you get small because he was in the, he was out in the open. And, um, that guy never got behind cover, never did anything to shooter. And I, I guess to call that death bite or suicide by cop knowing that you're going to get shot. And so you just, yeah, you just take as many as you can with you. And just, it was crazy, but got me to him. I mean, just, you know, that, uh, you know, the shack deal that just, it was just all of it was just craziness, but really enjoyed it. And, and it did go faster than I thought um, once, because there's so much buildup, so much anticipation, so much buildup for that event and so much preparation. And then you get into it and it's just like, you know, it's, it was fun. And, and I look forward to the future, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of like, I'm calling it, this is, you know, it's my time and, and, um, I'll take advantage of it. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen next year. Um, you know, there's no multi-year contracts with the NFR. It's a, except with Las Vegas, but you know what I mean? With personnel, it's a year to year deal. So I, I pray I get to do it again and, and felt confident and everybody was, was happy and, and, uh, you know, push forward, but, and thank you to you, you know, you and you and uh, Ferg and Ashley, you guys really handled everything with, when it comes to rump chat. So I uh, appreciate good, that very much. We had a really good time with rump chat this year. We, I, I feel like we covered a lot of different things. And even though like we checked in with some of our, our, our past guests, I still feel like rump chat at the NFR is kind of like a, almost kind of like a homecoming a little bit, you know, it, the last day was fun to have Joe on, of course, you know. Always. The get, Tradition. The more, the more I like Joe Beaver, like he's just a a great guy. And so to have Joe on was uh, obviously really fun. And, and uh, we had a lot of people stop by. Lots. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. But he had the that's listened to like every episode. Uh, he's from Decatur, Texas. My mind just blanked. But um, he stopped by. We give him some rump chat stuff. Uh, we had tons of stickers. We got everybody stickered out. We set a new record as far as downloads during the NFR. And um, so the NFR was great. You know, uh, the party at Resorts World that I did, well, I hosted, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, the coolest thing for me was getting to hang out with Robert Gallagher. Yeah, Robert Gallagher we have got to get him on this show, dude. We oh have got to God. get him on. If you don't know who Robert Gallagher is, Robert Gallagher. Which most people has don't. Been, has been, and uh, tell me if I'm wrong on this title. He's been in charge of the talent as far as booking uh, artists and, and uh, getting them set up at Billy Bob's Texas Correct. for 30 plus years. You know him this and Susie, awesome. Wit, Wit's, uh, who works with Wit, Susie, she uh, dated him for a long time. I'll bet that Robert has dated him <laughs> a few Yeah, you know, he's, he's a, a cool cat. He's a skinnier, shorter shorter guy, but, I mean, he is, he's got the look, you know, kind of leather, tan skin, smokes cigs, wears a nice cowboy hat, you know the deal. Yeah, he's got stockyards written all over him, but he's a oh cool dude. Gosh. And, uh, uh, yeah, was, we definitely got, you know, the stories he's got to have. So that's going to be a raw. We're going to do a raw I, with Robert Gallagher. We're going to do Robert Gallagher raw. And, he, uh, uh, yeah, he was speaking of raw. I was like, did you ever have Tanya Tucker at Billy Bob's? <laughs> he's like, oh boy. He says, rump, I could tell you a story about Tanya Tucker that would make you stick your head in the sand. <laughs> like, well we gotta get that out of him. It. Let's he said, hear it, no, Robert. When Robert gets on, he's gonna I guess Tanya Tucker used to go by Billy Bob's quite a bit. So oh, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Well, that's another good one. Um story of the NFR. You know, like we talked about, there's always somebody who comes out, it's Kai Hamilton, old Kai John. Uh Kai. proud of uh, proud of our little buddy. Um he took advantage he of the situation the and, and he just, it was awesome. I was so proud of him and he, he he's, he's, 
tough. I mean, he's Aussie. I mean, he has no choice but to be tough. But and what about yeah? Uh, it was his NFR. That was pretty. Keenan Hayes win the Bearback World Championship. I know, you know? that's awesome. Do you oh, think Resist? I'll give him a hat. Uh, I'm sure it's best all around. That's what I love about Keenan. That's just Keenan. He's just he's just he's just a country boy. You know, just that just happens to be a badass bareback rider. My favorite thing about the whole deal is that Anthony Lucia lost in uh, pro fantasy. So, Radio. so is that is that is that? Uh, I mean, what happened? I thought Luke's team lost. I mean, what was that whole drama that we were on that mass text? So the, and- the last, the last two people in Tattoo League was Anthony and Luke, and Luke says that he didn't lose because he had two teams, right? So he said his kids filled out a team. So he had two teams. So he's like, my team didn't lose. So that would make Anthony lose. So the consensus is both of them have to get tattoos. I think that's correct. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, uh, I don't think your kids, they're not in the celebrity tattoo league. You know, they, they shouldn't allow that. I think the tattoo league needs to say, this is you team. You get one team and whoever's on this team has to be 18 or over, you yep. know, uh, and they have to get a tattoo and you have to put your real name on it. And so, um, I don't agree with that. I don't, I think, uh, I think our buddy Lukey is, uh, skidding around it. Well, right or wrong, someone's getting a tattoo out of this. And for that, <laughs> I'm very excited about because I'm the only member of pro fantasy rodeo tattoo league that's ever actually followed through and got the tattoo. I'm the only one. So if anybody else gets a tattoo, I think that'll be absolutely amazing. So, Yeah. You think Anthony's really going to get a tattoo? He's already got tattoos. So what's one more? He does? Yeah. Have you never seen Anthony with a shirt off? I stayed with him at Del Rio one time. He's got like three tattoos. I didn't know that. What yeah. are Anthony Lucia's tattoos? Does uh, he have angel like, wings on the lo- on his back? No, but he's got like a pretty cool one with like a horseshoe. Actually, you know what? Should we call him? Is it on the lower? Is it is on the small of his back? No, it's like it's actually pretty cool. Hold on, you know I'm hooked in here. Let's let's call Anthony. Hold on one second here. Do you think he'll answer? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's uh, he might be doing a perf. He's in uh, uh, Stampede at the Ike for old Pete Carr. Well, but it's Sunday. It's Sunday, so oh, that, so it's shit, off. It is. It is Sunday. I'm sorry. No, he was there because I actually worked at rodeo last year. Um, you know what? Let's we we should just we should at least try, okay? I do it. I wanna, uh, yeah, I want to say that it's like go for it, man. Um, hold on one second here. I want to say it's like a horseshoe. Oh, doesn't yeah? Just 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 call him. Well, maybe I won't. What happened? It's not even ringing. Oh, he might. Maybe he's on a flight. I'll be dang. I'll be dipped. Well, we'll have to call him anyway. But he's gonna get another tattoo. Tattoo lead. Also, what else I got in the NFR was bronchitis. Which was just lovely. Yeah, That's, yeah, you did. Why do you think? Well, it's a dumb question to even say this, but why do you think so many people get sick? During, like Webster got That's sick because a uh, guy, sick. Guy Carter got sick. My brother got sick. Um, guy Carter, that's Witt's dad. Um, yeah, he got down bad. He he's still um, Andy. I'm pretty sure my brother had COVID. Um, yeah, but he was sick and then he gave it to wit. Um, wit got sick at Christmas. So that was nice. Thanks. Thanks brother. Merry Christmas to you. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. I don't like that Carol, but anyway, um, except on Christmas vacation. So, uh, that's bugged me. Have What's you that? noticed on all these 
All right, guys. If you have kids in the car, it's about to get gross. All right. Have you earmuffs, kids. Okay, so even in the Ponca City Lighted Christmas Parade, which I actually had a float in this year for the 101 Wild West Rodeo, I uh, drove the Mule and CJ. The Belgian drove them with the team with uh, my father-in-law's wagon. We had lights all over it, and we drove it through the parade with a whole bunch of people on it. Every um, And in the movie, Christmas Vacation, and in the parades, like Ponca City and everywhere, I'm, I know you've seen on Instagram or Facebook, they all have the Cousin Eddie where he's holding the shit hose. Anybody that's oh, yeah. ever RV, oh, yeah. you know that you can't RVing. Hold, you can't hold a shit hose in the air and the shit come out like that. There's no pump. Well, 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 yeah, and, unless it's like, full. Unless it's full, but, but I mean, you know, you won't get all the way drained. No. But if you're, have you ever stepped out to, to dump your shitter and held it in the air? Have you ever done that? No, nobody in no. the history of mankind has ever hold their shit hose in the air. That is not how RVs works. That makes that movie inaccurate. Well, uh, oh yeah, and the and the and a guy cutting down the tree in his front yard, and it's hot. what movie is accurate? Merry Christmas, maybe Private Ryan. You know, you know, movie's gonna be accurate. A barrel full of Christmas blessings. <laughs> That movie will freaking be accurate. And you can kiss my ass. <laughs> a barrel full of Christmas blessings. Start. <laughs> What's Starring. his name? Who's who's playing you again? Uh, Kevin James, Ke- the guy from Team Kevin Sweet. James as as Jr. Rump. <laughs> Jr. Rumford. Rumford. <laughs> every every Christmas parade I've seen lately had a RV on a flatbed. With a guy and a shit hose in the front. Oh, yeah, but that's fun. Like, oh, uh, shitter's full. Merry Christmas! Like, uh, you know what? Our, the there's a movie called RV that's got a uh, Robin Williams oh, and Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, and he pulls the shitter deal and it starts coming out like plated, and he's like, oh no. That is not how pulling a shitter works. And I, no. I, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, this is a PSA. I don't care how good your hygiene is. I don't care how professional you are. I don't care how well you dress. I don't care how much money you have in the bank. When you buy an RV and you use the bathroom, eventually you're going to have your own poop and pee all over your hands or arms. That's just how it is. Harumph. Yeah. And, and, uh, didn't something happen to your brother-in-law emptying the shitter, Tim? What did happen to him? Didn't he, when he had Haley and and he didn't have it all the way sealed on and he pulled the old, the old trap and it popped off. He <laughs> got the poo on him. Oh, I got the poo on me. Well, that happened to me. Didn't happen to me, but it happened to a guy during Tucson, Arizona, when I worked the Fiesta de los Vaqueros rodeo. Um, I had when I first bought my Fusion, I had a 44 foot Fusion toy hauler, triple axle, which at the time I thought, oh, yeah. This is the nicest coach in the world. It was, it was the tits for a while. So I get to Tucson. Well, Tucson, they don't have sewer and you're there for two weeks. And anybody knows you can't get two weeks out of a black tank. I'm sorry if this is gross, but this is life. (laughs) We don't sugarcoat around here. So, I had to hire a guy from the septic system, or like the porta potty guy. So, for y'all that don't know, the porta potty guy can come by and hook his hose to your RV tank, and then and then empty it into his truck. Well, I didn't have any cash. <laughs> Excuse me. And whoa, and I already called him, and uh, 
So he shows up in a, but what I did have, they give me three or 400 Whataburger gift cards to give away at the rodeo. And I was doing not a very good oh, job yeah. of yep. giving them away. And so, uh, so I was like, shoot. Uh, so the guy's like, yeah, it's, it's going to be 50 bucks. I said, how about a hundred Whataburgers? He's like, hell yeah. So he gets underneath <laughs> my slide out and the same deal. I'd put the cap on. I forgot to shut the valve and he uh. pulls the valve and ah, just sprayed him. I mean, it right in the face, down the front of the shirt, just the grossest shit, literally. And I felt so bad. I gave him 50 extra water burgers. So <laughs> anybody out there, before you want to make the joke about the shitters full, know about it. Okay. Know about Don't it. Know about it. Be about it. I'm trying like, to. I... Oh, there she is. She finally got my text. Thank you, honey. You text your wife for a beer. That is just beautiful. I did. And you know what? She oh, brought it. She brought it. Whitney. Oh my God. It's Whitney. Um, what else? I gotta uh, I wanna do some shout outs too. Um, um you're not doing the uh are you doing the uh world's toughest in Winston Salem? You're not doing that one, are you? Yes. I am. Okay. You got to get with Kale Harvey. Um, he works for like NASCAR and uh, he's a fan and you can go buy a shop. Yeah. Kale Harvey. Kale Harvey. You know what? I've never ha- been Kale, out there. Kale's, Kale's listening to this, I'm sure. He's a fan. And uh, so uh, you need to, Kale, holler at JR. Um, Drop into I'm his DMs. <laughs> I'm very excited to go out to Winston-Salem. This is kind of a, you know, a, a neat year for me. Um, I worked Odessa, Texas, like one of my first years ever as a rodeo clown. And I'm here 10 years later. And, um, you know, because I'm not working Denver, which is cool. Um, like, there's there's no reason to start rumors. No, I didn't get fired. Nothing happened. Just switching it up. But uh, I'm getting to go to... Uh, Winston-Salem, and I get to go back to one of my favorites, one of my favorite rodeos in the world, the world's toughest rodeo, St. Paul, XL Energy Center, home of the Minnesota Wild Hockey Team. (laughs) Nice. And that's the 1st of February, so, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, I got some PBRs this year. I get to go to Oakland, California, uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, on the docket. Nice. So, yeah. Well, good for you, yeah. Bear. Well, um, I'm driving a truck. Did you know that? So I looked at I looked at tickets online to fly to Winston Salem. My tickets round trip was going to be 920 bucks. Oh lord! Right. So Will O'Connell, Championship Pro Rodeo. Uh, I was talking to him, and he goes, "How are you going to Winston Salem?" I'm like, "Well." I was going to fly, but I was like, I don't know. It's like, man, plane tickets are expensive. And he's like, dude, you could help drive out there with Fred Betcher, and I'll pay you. And, uh, and uh, so I was like, well, I ain't driving no Volvo. I'm kind of joking around. I'm like, you know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm used to just driving Peterbilts and just kind of joking around. So then yesterday, he sends me a text, Will does. And he bought a hold on a second. He bought this this Peterbilt off Facebook Marketplace, like a pretty badass truck that he bought. So I'll be taking this 379 black Peterbilt full of bucking horses and Fred Betcher from Oklahoma to Winston Salem, North Carolina. So you're gonna drive a truck that Will bought off of Facebook Marketplace. Well, it's got all the paperwork. I mean, it's not in bad shape, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm hoping. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. But, I'm oh sure it's God. good. I'm sure it's good. If it if it breaks down, it's it's totally your fault. Yeah, it's totally your fault. 
Well, I want to no, give pretty, a I, I want to give a uh, shout out to uh, excuse me, a guy named Blake Howell. You know, my brother uh, got a, a a lot of uh, great press being the pusher, and I do want to give a shout out to the contestants. Excuse me. They did. Uh, they stepped up. He did really good in tips, as he should. I mean, like I said before, they're running at thirty grand a night in each uh, discipline. So you'd think they would. So shout out to them. But uh, Blake Howell built him this wallet, and he hollered at me, and it's called a Second to None Awards. And um, I got. I want everybody to check it out, and it is so cool. My brother did a post. And it's one of those like pop things where you you know you hit the side and all your cards pop up and um, I don't know what you exactly call that but he does buckles and and all this stuff and re- micro wallets there you go micro wallets so yeah second to none awards so um, look him up Blake Howell I want you a big huge shout out to Blake and and uh, you want something cool for your roping. Uh, your goat roping, it doesn't matter what it is. Your rodeo, uh, look, look them up, and and um, that'd be, be really cool. Blake does a really good job, and he sent it to my brother, and and I didn't tell him, and and my brother got home, and and he sent me a picture of it, and I was just, uh, it was pretty awesome. He just wanted to do it because he thought Andy works his butt off, and and wanted to you know give him something. So, Rump Chat Nation is the greatest nation of all. I tell you, we have the best fans, and and that's so cool. So. Shout out to Blake. Appreciate you, buddy. And uh, second and none awards. He does not really want to be on Rump Chat, though. Like, I've asked him, Andy, we should get you on. He's like, what, do you, what am I going to talk about? I'm like, your brother's pretty cool. He's becoming a pilot. He is a pilot. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, like he's flying his own his by himself with his dog now. I seen his Snapchat the other day of that. Yeah, you no. know. Like he's he's getting to do some cool stuff. That's that's pretty mate. But like, yeah, he got a shout out like on the broadcast. Like every night, they'd be like, "Well, there's Andy Hilton right there," you know. Make yeah, he. Sure that, they, they gave him some good good press. In his pre oh, there was like a TikTok too, and he's just covering shit and sweating. You see that one? Yeah, well, you know, he he uh, he did good. He he did good. He cares. That's the thing. There, I mean, you know, my brother, he cares so much. Like he's not gonna even guys that don't tip him. He knows who they are, of course, and he did it just. He did it all the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, me being the guy I was. You know, if they don't tip me, I would just like, <laughs> you know, I'd barely even touch the calf or the steer. You're out. Yeah, I'm not pushing. Not even if there's a fire, I'll not push your steer or calf. Um, gosh. Uh, well, me up. I'm fixing to head on Tuesday. I am going to Denver. Um, a little different for me. I didn't do this first weekend, and uh, uh, Jake Narducci, Brad's little brother, did uh, Carter versus the World. There's two Mexican rodeos today, which you don't do anything except one track because um, Mariachi does it, and then the PBR, which I've never done anyway. Kurt Blake's did it for. 25 years and um and then jake was gonna do it so just worked out he did the first week bought me some more time at home uh got some more angelo business done and but i'm gonna go up there and do 20 perfs and and um and then uh, yeah i'm home for a, a month before i go to houston so which is good because you know our stock show's going on and stuff so stock in show and out season. And then, yep it is stock show season y'all i want to do uh I want to get involved more. We need to get some stock show people on because like we have a lot of stock show people that listen to us and they're always like, man, you know what? We don't really, I mean, I personally don't really know a lot about the stock show side about it, except for at San Angelo when you're parked there and they're like attention from the show barn, attention from the show barn. Yeah. They'd come on. Yeah. It, oh, all right, uh, we got a pretty good uh, high end on this cow here. Uh, cow for the steer, whatever. You know, uh, pretty good high quarters on him. I'd like to see a little more length here and a little bit more squareness in the back. But I really like the fullness of the uh, yeah, yeah. And it was like you know eight in the morning, and Big Bear and I have been up till two in the morning. That was obviously back in the day before before the yeah. children. 
Um, Before the show. <laughs> if, you, if you show up at the stock show, you got to have like 18 coolers. You got to have like 45 lawn chairs. You got to have, uh, there's a lot. It's called there. setting up camp. The parents of stock show, God bless them. Cause that, that is a lot of shit to haul around. You know what I'm saying? Your show box, you know, and like at, um, at Abilene, they have a, because we have, we have to get separate in the cattle barn. We have to get, um, generators, two generators to supplement all the blowers and everything and all the power they use. So like, you know, when you, you go back, like at Abilene, when you go back, all the generators along the side of that building, it's just so noisy. They're all out there blah, blah, just screaming and oh my god, it is a whole thing. Like I stock shows scare me. I mean, it you think it's hard season. being like a high school rodeo or a junior rodeo parent. Oh my god. That is all the you sit in line. There's no junior rodeo that you have to start lining up at six PM. And then you maybe unload at 9 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. Maybe. You might be screwed. Or it starts unloading at 8 a.m. The line starts moving, but you get in line at, you know, 6 o'clock the night before, and you're all night in the pickup. Yeah. yeah no I, way. I, they need to see, create it. Here, here, you know what I? You know what we ought to do? Oh, this is an idea. An app for we that. need to have a fast. This is this is going off my experience at, uh, at, at Silver Dollar City. You need to have a fast pass where you fast pay like, pass. yeah, when you pay like 150 bucks and you get to skip the line. So like, there, you know what I mean? There's like, if you have a fat, like, okay, priority boarding, right? You know, no, I know what it's like at Disney World. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney World where you get to, you get to pass the line and go to the front. But, you, you know, you pay, you got to pay, you know, 150 or 200 bucks to have this pass. I wonder if that would work. I wonder if any stock show parents would do that. I would. Right. That's the question. Stock show parents, our stock show friends that are listening, please go to Rump Chat at Instagram and let us know. Would you pay for a fast pass to skip the line at the stock show? Yep. Go right to the front of the line. I never thought, but you know what? they That is like in Austin and, and uh, Angelo and gosh dang uh they will be there, and they take their chalk and write on your windows. You know, like yeah, five oh six. It's it's yeah, it's just crazy. And then you go and you pull up and you unload, and so you got to wait for everybody to unload to get all their stuff out. And then you go park, drop your trailer, then you go back, oh and you, it is just insanity. You know, we so never is- had to do that in rodeo. You know, you pull up, you get your stall, whatever. You may have to wait for a second to. You know, it depends this on where you're at. The vet's actually there. Houston, San Antonio, San Angelo, Odessa, uh, Denver. I mean, it's stock show. This is the heat of the moment of stock shows yes. right now. Yes. Where kids can make a bunch of dough. And then they yep. can invest in my movie, Barrel Full of Christmas <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> Starring Kevin James. Kevin James <laughs> and Seth Rogen is as Hambone uh, and, <laughs> and David Spade as Matt Tar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, that reminds me. I saw a post earlier uh, uh, when you say Matt Tar. A big, big old congrats to old Jimmy Lee got married uh, I'm last so night in Terralingua, Texas. I think it's Terralingua. Where's Terralingua? I don't know. It's down south somewhere. Uh, yeah. Andy so Siley I texted him. Yeah, Andy Silent Mary. I had no idea. I had no clue. And uh, but that's very cool. And um, uh, I didn't get invited, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad. Actually, he did. I talked to him when they're on the way down. He said, "Come down." And I'm like, "No." But um, it's all good. It looked like a beautiful ceremony. Yeah. No, it was great. Bullfighter at San Angelo from the greater Loaki. Is that how you say it? Loaki. Loaki, Texas. Loaki Steakhouse. 
No. Um, you know that when you get to Denver next week, a little. If you are going to Denver, remember, next week the high on several days is going to be. Drum roll, please. Five. Is it really? I haven't looked. Yeah, I looked at the weather today. You know, looks like I'll be showering the bullfighter locker room because I'll be froze uh, up. I don't think people understand. There's a lot of people that don't know about RVs. Like, it doesn't matter how nice your RV is, or when you go in there, like, we're going to sell you the winter package. It does not matter. Get the, the winter, winter package, package. You want. When it gets down to two degrees, everything inside freezes. Yeah. I mean, warm in there and it's going to freeze. Like Tuesday, though, I mean, you look, yeah, the high 46, 39, 29. So that's nice. But then, yeah, Monday, high of 23, low of eight. Sunday's low of six. And then, and then it warms back up. We'll be good. I mean, how by the short round, it's, you know, in the 50s. We're good, yeah. Bear. We're good. That We've had worse years last year. Remember all the snow we had last year? Uh, that That's the one thing about Denver. Either it's going to be pleasant or horrible. There's there's no in-between. You know, I mean, yeah. I remember the one year it was like two degrees for like days. It was just. Yeah, we froze up for a long time. And, it was uh, just the most miserable. You, you know, like your pumps froze. Remember we put that that uh that heating unit underneath your trailer trying to thaw out your pipes yeah oh another thing about christmas vacation with the shitter full chicago in december if you have an rv as cousin eddie did your shit tank would be frozen on that cold winter morning you could that's true and that's very thing, true and i love i love christmas vacation another thing clark did he have a plug-in that could sustain an rv with all of those lights yeah you know these are things you never th- you know you know it was a surprise so it wasn't like hey i gotta put a 50 amp in for cousin eddie or a 30 amp back then probably you know i gotta put that in so did he run a generator? That rig didn't have a generator. I didn't that see no generator on it. That didn't have a generator, dude. <laughs> Cousin Eddie ain't rolling up with a generator. I'm telling you, boy, these are uh, the things you don't you don't you don't think about it. Well, now I now you ruined Christmas vacation for me because now I'm going to look for that. Now I'm going to look for but a I'm, cord with bronchitis. I literally sat. I mean, I couldn't do shit for days. No, uh, bronchitis really sucks. Hard to breathe. I started getting it when I left Vegas, and uh, and so what I didn't know this when a lot of times with bronchitis, you cough. If you get in a coughing fit with bronchitis, you cough so long that you can pass out. But it's not like a pass out, like a blackout. It's like if somebody chokes you out, <laughs> right? <laughs> what? So you passed out. You forgot yeah. you passed out. What, what did everybody do when he passed out? Holy shit. And I'm laughing I, in, 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 in uh, total, I care, but. Hey, I'm, hey, 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 come here. Come here. Come here. Can you verify that I passed out from coughing? It is true. He did pass out he from did. coughing. Oh, man. Yes. Was it scary? Yes. <laughs> Did you did you laugh a little once you found out he's okay? No, I just sat there. I didn't do anything. I just sat. <laughs> you didn't. Really. So, thank you, Mandy. Well, that's good. So, well, Merry so, Happy New Year, Bandy. What happened was so we go over to Ashley's mom's house, and um, and so we're we're having a dinner, and it's just it's our our small family, so it's um. Ashley's brother, Chad, and his wife, Casey, and their two girls, Callie, Joe, and Emma. Um, and then it was our family, right? And so we eat lasagna and, you know, just kind of enjoying the evening. And I'd been coughing something horrible. So I'm sitting in the chair and we're opening gifts. And I get to coughing. And everybody starts looking at me. And I mean, I'm coughing. Well, I cough so hard, I faint. <laughs> The next thing you know, I open my eyes, and Chad and Ashley are waking me up. 
and the kids are screaming. <laughs> and Meatball's going, call an ambulance. He's having a stroke. And I'm like, <laughs> they instantly I'm go like, to that. I, probably with good reason. I'm like, I'm not having a stroke. Like, the funny thing is, too, I had my full physical with blood work and everything before the NFR. When I got home from the NFR, I had my full DOT physical the day before I passed out. So the thing is, it wasn't like, you know, I'm a fat guy. I get it. But I'm in pretty good health as far as, you know, everything goes. So yeah, I yeah. pass out the, and they're like, call an ambulance. And I'm like, I'm fine. So when I come to, I'm like, no, I, you know, once I kind of figure out what happened, I was like, no, I'm good. You know, and as I can remember everything, I'm like, Emma got some lube. Lulu lemon tights and you know I'm telling what you know to verify that I'm I'm not having a stroke I just you know passed out and Meemaw's going well you're not fine I'm like no I'm fine and she's like you're not I'm like oh I'm I'm fine well you you want to tell us if you were fine or if you were not doing it. I'm like dude I'm fine so we call the doctor and turns out that's pretty normal one in four people with bronchitis uh, you know, has had it. And, um, yeah. So yeah, that was, my girls were like, Oh my God, dad, dad. And Bandy just sat there. And, and then, uh, once we get all kind of situated, I'm like, all right, well, let's finish. And then Callie Joe, my niece who's 17, she's sitting there and I'm fine and I'm cracking jokes and I'm like, sorry for my near death experience ruining Christmas. And so Jojo sitting on the floor and she's like, so I, I guess I go ahead and open this present. Like, well, yeah, let's go back to it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, passed out. Did a little passing out, a little faint. But, you know, it's like when you get choked out when you're wrestling. How you just It's not that you get knocked out or blank out. It's just when you lose air, you know. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you're, you're, you're ex- exuberating a lot of air. And, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay, Bear, because that's scary. Yeah. I'm on the I up and up. I will say this. I run out of air really easy after having bronchitis. So, but I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. Uh, starting to breathe better. I still got, I still cough a little bit, but not as bad. So I've made it through the holiday season intact. We had a great Christmas. Um, we had a lot of people there. Did you see that Snapchat I had of when I put my toe in my dad's mouth when he was sleeping? No, I missed it. Damn it! Yeah, so Bronco Why are you said pick there. On old Bronco, I did the old toe in the mouth, and then because uh, you know I wasn't feeling real good, but that didn't stop me from just sitting there watching Bronco. And you know, Bronco, we did the matching jammies, and um, here's one of my favorite Bronco. I caught Bronco yawning, which was a pretty. It's actually a pretty hard picture to catch, um, and I. I'm saving that one for later, but perfect in our, in our, I, I just sent you the picture of Bronco yawning. Maybe that one might want to be, we could use that for some social media esque things. Please do. Uh, you know, we, we talk about it. We got to see it. Oh yeah. Post it. Bronco. Yawning. Post it. So, well, yeah. Um, speaking of RV and, uh, have you got to see old Nate Jess's new, uh, RV? Yeah, Nate's parked right beside us. We've we've actually had a fun time because uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff. Actually, Ashley's got the crock pot going right now, and she's prepared a dinner. So Ashley and Bridget are kind of um, they're kind of uh, co. Working the the uh, ham bone. Nice. They're being the well, ham bone, Justin. They're making they're making stews and crock pots, and <laughs> so Nate's got a big trailer just for the winter rodeos with his little girls. And it's actually genius because like, as much as I love my horse trailer, she gets a little full with five of us. So, uh, well, I, I, yeah, I stopped and, and where he got that, the guys from just South of Abilene. So on the way home from Branson, Witt and Gus and I stopped in there and this guy was like, you know how my dad takes care of things like immaculately. Yeah. Right. And this guy was a, just a younger version of my dad. Oh, like, my dad will, We'll write down, you know, when oil changes are, when the last time tires have been rotated. When I, I couldn't tell you any of that shit, you know, but this guy, you pull in his place is every light 
you know, like on his house, you know, it's just obviously just after uh, day after Christmas. So, you know, lights are still up, but every light is like bulb is like s- exactly six inches apart, perfectly straight up and down. I mean, it, <laughs> this guy was anal to say the least. And so I told Whit, it's like, yeah, this, this trailer is going to be nice. And I would have yeah. stepped in it for like two seconds. I'm like, yeah, Nate, buy it. And, uh, that's, that's I do out. miss standing up in a bedroom in the trailer. I miss that. And I miss like, you know, it was nice to have that whole living room in the back, you know, yeah. at the back of the, like a regular camper, not like ours, like your horse trailer, my toy hauler, where it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a business in the back. Um, yeah, yeah it, it, it was wow. nice. So, uh, I was happy for old Natro to get that just RV life. Y'all, it don't matter winter, summer, we do it. Shitters full shitters full but uh speaking of shitters full i uh need to go use the john because i've had oh, don't say three it. of these what a three of these tall boys no i just gotta pee but um anyway boy thanks for coming on the light of uh the ride of random talking this is just one of those okay. you can tell rump and i have not really had a chance to talk because we just went off on random shit today huh? well we, learned, we love it recap what we learned today Hambone and shack are best friends the movie christmas vacation is inaccurate in this shithouse i'm making a hallmark christmas movie called what say it one more time a barrel full of christmas blessings <laughs> sorry <laughs> so yeah but thank and, you uh, yeah for everybody thanks to pete car pete car pro rodeo actually the producer at stampede at the ike for for years we appreciate pete and thank for all he did during the nfr and um and he was fun to stop by with tommy joe and visit we love pete thanks thanks to to uh gold buckle beer making we had so many people stop by we got to give away a ton of gold buckle beer gold buckle super light beer it's the one the cowboys drink red river arenas after Christmas sale, 10% off on many things from uh, calf shoots to round pins going on right now at redriverarenas.com. And if you got a patch at the NFR, it was from rodeopatch.com. All those rum chat ones come from there. So be sure to check them out as we go into this new year of 2024. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. And uh, I'm going to make it through this bronchitis. You're going to make it to Denver. and. And we're going to make it to the spring. Spring will come. Climax Pass. Spring will come. Spring will come. Well, uh, y'all have fun down there in Odessa. And, uh, yeah, y'all be safe. And we'll talk at you soon. Peace out. Peace out.